songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. In this episode, we are so excited uh, for you to uh, hear our guests. They are the uh, co-creators of the Pump and Dump show, which is a hilarious live show that uh, you, uh, you know, pre-pandemic can see all over the country. (laughs) And they are the co-founders of the Band of Mother, of Band of Mother Media, as well as the band, they are the... Wow, Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) Their names are Shana and Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And they have a podcast. It's called Band of Mothers. Shana Firm and Tracy T. Yay! Hi. (laughs) Welcome. That was the best intro. Thank you. I also Three. like Betsy how you called it band of mothers because it's like just one person. Just one band. It's just a it's just a mom with a bunch of band-aids on. That's it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a mom, but she's got like uh one like symbols on her knees and she's got a big like drum. Mary Poppins. Yes, yeah. It's a mom, but she's like totally into What's it called? B and M, BSD, bondage. What What's it called? What? The Echo Dumb. Yeah, the BDSM. Yes. Th- that's it. I knew there was acronyms. Yeah. I don't know what this is. BDSMR. <laughs> you two acting like you don't know what BDSM is. <laughs> I've been married too long to know what that is. <laughs> what is it? Bondage, domination, sadomasochism. Oh, Amanda. Right? Oh, oh, really? Is that what it is, Amanda? I couldn't. Be- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, I think so. That sounds right. Bond, bond of bondage of mothers, bondage of masochism. You know, it's 2020. Anything goes. At this point, we're looking for lots of ways to make money. You guys, (laughs) I'm I'm, frankly, I'm open. Yeah. So, uh, so I've known Shana from the comedy world for like a hundred years, but then Shana went back to Colorado where you uh, grew up and uh, hooked up with Tracy and put together the Pump and Dump show. And whoever do- has never seen it, first of all, you're like really missing out. It, it's it, If you like this podcast, you're going to love the Pump and Dump show. It's mm. super funny. Um, if it's not Shayna and Tracy, it's it's two amazing performers like Amy Albert, who is um, who's been on our show a few times, I feel like maybe at least a couple times. She's uh, she's one of the performers that does your show. And uh, yeah. yeah, she's one of the L.A. cast members. So we have a West Coast cast and we have a Midwest cast um, because after eight years of doing the show and five years of being on the road, Tracy and I were like, and we need to pass this along. <laughs> and um, so we found these amazing moms who are having their second acts and um, it's totally awesome to watch them grow the show. And um, Jilly Bartlett is the other Los Angeles mom who does the show up and down the West coast and the West side of the U S. And then we have uh, two awesome performers in Chicago too. And we're going to have a New York uh uh, cast and the East Coast cast and lots of plans until the sky fell. So <laughs> until the apocalypse showed up, it was going really great. <laughs> well, it's an, an excellent show. It's a super like fun, just night out. You know, you can go with one friend, but like you could also go with like twenty friends. It's it's a good time. It's just like laughs and tears in good ways. It's great. Yes, thank you. Thank you. 
So, Amanda, yeah, what's I going on? You know, this week, I, I just couldn't wait for the weekend. Like, it just was never ending, um, which is great because then I get to the weekend and it's the same as the week because uh, it's just my house and my kids and my <gasps> family. So right? it's just, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. Well, it's I quarantine too. I feel yeah. today my, we're sitting outside having coffee like we do every morning because no one has anywhere to go. And my daughter turned to me and she's like, what day is it? And yeah. I said, it's Saturday. She's like, oh, but there was like no excitement in her voice whatsoever because it was yeah. no different than Wednesday, no Thursday, or Friday. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's just another day. And yeah. they all just start the same. And we're in August now. So that's fun too. Cause you're like, wow, what happened to life? Um, but I, so last night, so Wes, uh, so I have three oh, kids. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you want to do it, Betsy? Sure. I have three kids. Uh, they're all boys, four, eight, and nine. I have three kids. Uh, I have a nine-year-old boy and twin seven-year-old girls. And uh, Tracy, what have you got? I got one kid. She's nine and a half. All right on. And Shana? I have two kids, and they are eight and nine. The, the girl is older. And then wow, I have- we have so many nine-year-olds in the mix. Yeah, that's a whole lot of nine. Uh, 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so my nine, my nine year old, uh, you know, I've talked about this on a show before. I'm very, uh, terrified of them growing up and needing to learn about their bodies and sex mm-hmm. and ah. puberty and all of it. Like I've BDSM. It's been the thing that like I had kids and was like, I know I have to do this. And that's, I, I don't think maybe maybe this wasn't a good idea mostly because i was like i don't know how i'm gonna talk to them about it um like you were thinking you didn't want to have kids because you were so afraid to talk to them about that well about how you had kids i don't know if this yeah Uh, i mean look you know like when people talk about sex i get a little squeamish and yeah i'm not one of those people that's like hey everyone i have my period like that's just not who i am uh and, and and i'm sure there's a whole bunch there and i can so anything to having to do it, but, with your downstairs yeah. business. I was well, like, I just, I was just thinking, just are you, are like you want me on your podcast? <laughs> no, I, I don't mind it when people do it. I just am not the one that like will be like, let me tell you what we did last night. You know, like it's not. Uh, <laughs> but Amanda, not the you're, the only, you're the only one who knew what BDSM meant. So there's something in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know stuff. It's not like, <laughs> I mean, I do have three kids. I got three kids. I know stuff. But, but, um, three times. But twice. I, um, no, twice. Just twice. twice. Just, just twice. twice. Only oh. two times. <laughs> but she had she had three orgasms. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I got books because I was like, you know, Betsy's very good about talking to her kids early, and and when when Wes went to his last doctor's visit, the doctor was like, you need to talk to him while it's still science because mm. uh, eventually it'll become taboo, and mm. he'll and oh. you want him to hear and learn about it from you, not from friends. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then Wes was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, yeah, that's, we had to go. Like it was, uh, mm. so I got books and, uh, which, which, one? Gave which him, books? I don't know. One oh, okay. is like the, the one like the, that you say with the cartoon people. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. There it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. The one that's like where they actually talk about sex. Cause there's one that's like for younger kids where it's like, here's they have your like body. Four of them for different yeah, yeah, ages. They, they, Right. So it's like the one before it's like 
hardcore before penetration yeah. <laughs> it's never yeah, hard the one for like the older kids does have i think like a picture of a woman riding a man oh my oh, gosh uh, yeah. and they're naked. no you know what it is actually it's a picture of a dude on top of a woman and uh my daughter actually goes well why is he on the top <laughs> yeah and i was like oh good point <laughs> You're like, well, that's one position. So let's talk about positions. So, um, yeah, I, so Caitlin gave Wes the book and was like, hey, if you want to check it out. And Wes looked at it a little bit and then they talked a tiny bit and then that was it. And I also got a book about puberty and like what happens because it doesn't go into real details about puberty. Yeah. And so I found this other book that like as I, as a kid, I think I would have liked because it's a little more like, um thorough and this is why this happens and this is what it might be like and it is a, a little less like here's a funny drawing of hmm. a penis um more clinical it's a little more clinical but still done in a way that like is it felt like digestible for a kid yeah so uh or a nine-year-old but um so like last night Caden was saying to me he's he's curious less about like what sex is and more about like what is puberty and what's what is this like, yeah what, what do I need to expect so then last night I was like Hey, Wes, uh, I know you talked to dad, uh, and that, you know, you're interested in puberty. Here's this book about it. I like to know all about things. So I thought you might like to know all about things. And he was like, what? And then I handed him the book and he looked at the book and he like opened it up and it was like, why do you have nipples? And he just goes, I don't think I'm ready for this right now, mom. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at it, like, flipped through it, and he was like, I'm not ready. I don't need to know. I don't want to read this right now. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it on the shelf then over here. Just do light a fire and just burn it. If you want to read it, you can just go take it off the shelf and read it if you want. And I'm not going to talk to you anymore about anything. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, like, put the – every time I find that book, we have one called Guy Stuff. And every time I find it, I just put it next to his bed and – if it moves, I put it next to his bed. And I'm like, That's please funny. just fucking read it. Especially can I, can I, hygiene. Amanda, there might be some hope for you. I have a funny story because something happened to me. I think it was yesterday. Again, I don't know what day it is or time means nothing anymore. <laughs> but I was in the car with my daughter who's again, nine and a half. And, and it's like, I'm, I'm the same as you. Georgia, Shane Stoller already knows everything. And my kid, wow. well, I'll, I'll give you. Okay. So we're in the car and you know how, if you have Bluetooth in your car, I finally got like a car made before. 1984 um it it like automatically syncs with your phone whether you like it or not and then it just plays whatever it feels like within your phone things that you didn't even know your phone had yeah for example we're in the car and we were singing this really fun like bluegrass song and then i was kind of zoning out and just driving and wasn't paying attention and this other song comes on and my daughter goes mom I don't think you're think. I don't think you're gonna want me to have to. I don't think you're gonna want me to listen to this song. And I looked over, and it's George Michael. I want your sex. <laughs> yep. But I was like, yep. so I went home to my husband and I told him, and I was like, she fucking knows all about this. We don't have to tell her anything. She knows exactly what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. There's that. Just put some George Michael on, and they'll figure it out. What does it mean to be a father figure, mom? Uh, Exactly. Oh, "Oh, honey, I hope I haven't ruined you that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I remember being that age, and I think I was that age when that album was top of the charts. You know, like uh, listen to me, top of the charts. I loved that uh, album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like such a great. It's so good, but like as a kid, you just are like, oh, I know that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone dedicated father. You know, did you in your school? Did you used to have dedicate like song dedications during holidays? No, yeah. our school. It was like this is what ruins you know child like preteenhood, right? Like so you could at our school in Valentine's Day. Shay and I weren't at the same school yet. This is my elementary school. You could dedicate songs to each other, and the songs would be listed like on this built on this like bulletin board, and people could like pay a dollar as like a fundraiser, and they could dedicate a song to you. So all the popular girls got boys that dedicated songs. And then your your whole self-esteem just plummeted for like a full yeah. 48 hours while the bulletin board was up. But some girl dedicated father figure to me. <laughs> and I was and she came up to me and she's like, Did you see what you got? I'm like, no, what? She's like, someone dedicated a song to you. I'm like, oh, really? And I'm thinking it's like this boy I have a crush on. And I go and it's her and she's got these wide eyes and she's like, oh, I dedicated to you. And I, I just remember looking at her like, what? She must have just liked the song, right? I, let's hope so. We never spoke again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But the whole time you had known her before that, yeah. she, was, she always called you dad. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought maybe she just had a speech impediment, but apparently it was something much deeper. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Remember all those, like, oh, the the tension and the hope of, of like, Valentine's Day mm. and school dances mm-hmm. and, oh. Yeah. It was exciting, it was rough. but oh, rough, heartbreaking. Yeah. It was real I can rough. feel... I can feel like a little bit of that nervousness, just like sense memory. Yeah. Well, I'll 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 uh, I'll send you an MP3 of Father Figure on Valentine's Day, just so you feel <laughs> feel don't feel alone. happy too. Oh, that is so funny. I don't think terrible. I don't think I ever got a secret admirer letter, or if I did, it was like a joke on me. <laughs> yeah, I right. never did. Oh. Um. Well, Amanda, so, that's... I guess I've gone... I don't ever have to talk to him about sex again. No, you're good. Oh, is that how... Yeah. That's how that you're works. You're totally so good. Done. Yeah. All right. Until he actually starts having sex. And then just I go to straight to BSDM. You obviously know a lot about right. that. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be like, listen, okay, now that you're having sex, let's get into it. <laughs> well, Betsy had a great point. I mean, for both of my kids, I just left the book for them. I mean, they knew that I was, they asked enough questions that I was like, well, there's this really great book. And then I just kind of, like you said, you know, just like left it by the bed. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, uh, my daughter, their personalities are like this, right? She read the whole thing um, and really didn't didn't have a ton of questions and just kind of moved on with her life. And my son hardly has touched it. Like as (laughs) much as, ha ha, (laughs) I hope he's hardly touched it. Um, I... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I uh, didn't mean to say that. No, um, he was, you know, he was asking these questions and stuff. So I thought he was ready for the book, but apparently he's not even that interested because I don't even think he's really read it. So yeah. I did have a conversation with him, though, because, like you guys said, I would rather him hear real things, real parts, real names of things than get weird stories from his friends. And 
he was playing with a little boy outside. Um, and he told me that that little kid told him that a man pees on the girl and that's how they have a baby. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, <laughs> sometimes, um, no. And I was like, uh, I just don't want him thinking that he came to be because dad peed on me. Like that really upset me. Like I was yes. like, no, no, that's not how I want you to hear this at all. That's like when my son said, uh, the fish had a baby out her butt I was like, oh, God, I'm offended on behalf of that lady fish. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, my baby's out. Sorry, go on. But why would they think different, right? And so, and and he, when he was littler, he certainly asked me if he came out my butt. Um, And I was like, totally. Uh, (laughs) No. But so I, I feel like there, there's this response. I personally feel like this responsibility to like protect them from this weird stuff. Yeah. By just being super technical about it and also making sure that they know that they can talk to me about it whenever Mm -hmm. because that's like my mercy. Like no one talked to me about it. I was like, you know, I I saw stuff I should never have seen at way too young. And like Mm -hmm. I'm so so I'm very, very cautious. Yeah. It's the porn that freaks me out. Just that. Well, sure. They can just get it with two clicks. Yeah. It's terrifying. And my understanding is that it has very much colored the way that uh, younger generations approach mm-hmm. sex, which is yeah. really... Yeah, males and females. The guys think they mm-hmm. deserve these sort of very intense experiences, and the girls think they owe it, and it's not good. Right. Well, and also just on top of it, sort of like, you know, uh, porn, for the most part, uh, unless it's like... Um, you know, I think like lesbian porn, I think most there's, there's feminist porn, right? like I, feminist porn, but a lot of it is like, kind of like, um, like a little, what, like aggressive, kind of almost violent. Some of them. Yeah. Um, well, and and it's certainly of, not realistic. You know, I mean, it's not real. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. All the times you're like, that would, I would be so annoyed if someone did that to my body. You know? Uh, that's not like pleasurable, and that person is. I'm clearly... like, they're still going. Come on, don't they have things to do? <laughs> Saturday Night Live is coming on. <laughs> She's been almost coming for like half an Who's hour. Got three and a half hours for that. Like, no one's got that kind of time, even in quarantine. Come on, aren't they sore? <laughs> oh, the chafing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's our mom. <laughs> this conversation i think that's where moms come in though right like because i feel like Mm -hmm. my son should know that he can talk to his mom like if he if he has respect for me and like we can openly talk about that stuff i feel like he's gonna look at a girlfriend or a boyfriend whatever you know with respect with respect that's like my you know that's where this started right like our biggest fear is them just seeing this stuff and not having anyone to explain it to them Picture this. You're at home. You're finishing a glass of wine. You're you're watching your shows. Your your kids have gotten to bed. You're relaxed. And just as you're about to pour another glass of wine, it happens. The realization that it is empty, you are out of wine, and there is no backup bottle. We call that no vino phobia, the fear of running out of wine. Well, thanks to First Leaf, we can all get personalized boxes of wine shipped right to our doors. Ha ha! So here's how you can get incredible wine without leaving the comfort of your home. You start by taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences. 
So they'll be like, do you like white? Do you like red? Do you want, you know, a sweeter wine? Do you like a drier wine? And then First Leaf will send six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. And here's the cool part. First Leaf uses your ratings and feedback to refine your future shipments. So you can give each bottle of wine just like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Or you can even like give them actual, you know, like feedback. Like I liked this and for this reason and I didn't like this and this is why. And First Leaf will take care of the rest. First Leaf updates their inventory every month, so there's always something new to try. I love that they can send you wine from all over the world, stuff that you've never heard of, different kinds of wine that I've never tried. And what I love is that it's customized to you and what you like and what you want. So if a bottle of wine shows up and you like it, you're like, send that to me again, please. And they come with these like little cards that tell you all about the wine and like what it's good with. So if you're like me and you are kind of like, mm, not super good at wine, First Leaf is for you. I mean, First Leaf is for anyone who enjoys wine. You sign up today for First Leaf, you get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Okay, so you just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash WMD and that's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 at tryfirstleaf.com slash WMD. You will not regret it. It's so good. By now, you've probably heard me talk about Pros, which is the world's most personalized hair care. I want to share a few updates since we uh, got our custom formulas that Pros sent us. Uh, spoiler alert, it's the real deal. So I started using Pros products um, just a couple months ago, and I have to say my hair feels stronger. Like The volume is much thicker. Um, you know, I'm a mom, so I'm losing my hair all the time and I'm stressed out. Pros seems to help with that. Not only that, but they also gave me this hair mask, which I absolutely loved, and the smell. I love how it smells, and I got a lot of compliments on it from other people back when I used to be around other people. So Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. So they have given, they've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. So I went on and I went through and said, this is my kind of hair. This is what I'm looking for. And this is what matters most to me. Then with their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Pros determined a unique blend of ingredients to treat my exact concerns. They also have a review and refine feature, which is awesome because you can tweak your formulas for any reason, like if you have a change of address, hair color, or diet. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They'll take all their products back, no questions asked. So, Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash WMD. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash WMD for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. My husband brought up something which I didn't really think about just being a mom. You know, you just sort of charge ahead and do your own thing a lot of times, or at least I do. and don't really think about my partner. And he was like, you know, I'd actually... I know you want to talk to her and kind of tell her everything, but he's like, I kind of like to be there when you do, because I don't want her to think she can't talk to me about it too. That's a great idea. You know, and that it's just a you and your mom thing. Like, I want her to know that I know and that she can, you know, that we're all in, like, Mm. we're all in alignment, which I thought was, I would have never really thought about that. Yeah, that's super Mm -hmm. smart. 
Well, he, I love that Amanda's like, um, sex makes me, uh, talking about sex makes me really uncomfortable. So let's talk and about like, like 40 cool. straight let's, minutes. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about it more than ever before. Um, okay, so here, I'll tell you what has broken me. Uh, or, you know, it's not even that it's broken me yet so much as it's the um, impending doom of uh, getting back to distance learning this fall. Oh, it's so bad. I could start in like 17 days. And late, late last night, I was, like, up late trying to find cheap desks because mm. we don't have, like, a really, like, a dedicated place for my kids to have school. And, you know, last spring was kind of a shit show. Like, my nine-year-old just did his did school on the couch. Like, it sure. just was a mess. And, like, their stuff was everywhere. So I was like, this time, I'm everyone's going to have a desk and a place for their shit. Yeah. But... I think that's what everyone has been thinking oh. because everyone is like sold out of yeah, fucking. Run on oh no! Huge run on desks, and like IKEA is fucking out of everything. Yep. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh my god! Like I cannot spend two hundred and sixty dollars on a stupid fucking desk." No, now you got to risk your life and go to a thrift store. <laughs> oh. So like, I eventually found stuff, but it took four. Ever. Mm. And I didn't, you know, get exactly what I wanted uh, because there was just there was a real run on on all that shit. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, like part of me is like excited to to start, you know, because the newness of a new school year is always yeah. kind of exciting. Uh-huh. And, not uh huh. And this year, Betsy, not this year. <laughs> I am this not year. into it. I have PTSD from the yeah. last spring. We all did. Like I bought school supplies, and I was like, great. These are all just, it's going to be just more shit. I know. Does anyone yeah. think the school supply section at Target is like a total joke? Like, I'm not buying any of that. They're not going. Like, <laughs> well, I have to, I have to, like, I had to get glue sticks oh. and glue and markers and crayons oh. and all of this stuff because the girls are going to get worksheets, uh. like tons of worksheets that they have to cut and paste. And, and then I have to take pictures of and send in and be like, see, oh my gosh. I did homework. Jesus. Yeah, because they do more of that stuff versus the online, like actual online stuff. Like they That's the stuff that I think well, that's the thing I'm dreading the most. It's just the interaction, like how much <laughs> um how much supervision am I going to be yeah. is 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 going to be required of me. Yeah, that's uh, me too. I mean it was like, way too much in the spring. Oh, yeah. Like I fucking hope they figured some shit out. But I don't yeah, think I don't, I don't know. And that's the other thing too, is no one knows yet because they haven't told us all their plan on like how's it gonna work uh mm-hmm. this time around is it gonna be like it was before because <laughs> that, that sucks that, that was not good uh, yeah, it sucks for everybody yeah. mm-hmm. like they kind of need to almost it's something that they didn't do like last spring that i wish that they could have done was just sort of have this open portal um for an extended period of time where you could like come in and talk to your teacher or you know, chat with your classmates if you needed to, but then also maybe do some independent things. You know what I mean? Just like I'm fucking coloring this picture or I'm doing this worksheet, but we are, and we are sort of present in spirit with one another. Oh, so they're just like in a vacuum a little bit. Oh, I didn't think about that. Like it's a vacuum, but I just thought more just like an open portal to, to the teacher into the classroom as if they are sort of there, but, not always not because otherwise it's like sort of intense moments of like we are sitting we're all listening paying attention 
and then nothing. Oh. I feel like I wish there was something oh. like, like turning we Zoom on. We have having the teacher in the classroom, and then the kids are all on, but the teacher teaches like she's in the classroom. Yeah, a little bit more like that, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the plan in our school district right oh. now. But what scares me for us is, and it, this may be the same for you guys, is that they're expecting the kids to be in school from 8.30 to 3.30. Whoa. And I'm like, that is a, yeah, like when we did here. remote learning, it, you know, we we did school from like 9 to 12. We had this great little schedule worked out. And then in the afternoon, I would make them do something educational, whether it was literally, depending on the day, watching like a documentary or doing an art project or being outside or whatever. Okay. But like, my kids are on a video game. Yeah, or, or just uh, <laughs> Tetris. It's like geometry. Even kids then, who homeschool um, don't do what what you just no, described. Like, homeschool is like three hours. Yeah. Because that's all like these little kids' brains. So they're expecting these kids now to be on from 8.30 to 3.30. Mm-hmm. And even though they'll have brain breaks, they call them, or, you know, the teacher is available kind of like in a classroom and it'll be like live this time. Okay, um, so maybe it'll be more like what I described. I think it will, but that's still too fucking long. That's too long. To sit in front yeah, of a computer, a that's a long time. It's, it's long really time. stressful I'm for on kiddos. The computer every yeah. day from nine to six, and it's uh, my brain hurts at the end yeah. of the day. My eyes. Yeah, I mean, just the blue light yeah. alone isn't good. Let alone like just being hunched over and all of that. It's a lot, and you just—it's just also a different way of like having to show up. Absolutely, like, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you can't sit back, and it. I mean, like this summer has been okay, has been like, for the most part, fine. But, you know, just having having them always here, you know, it's it's relentless, like there's, they're never not here. And it's hard to get things done. But now I'm like, Oh, my God, I'm really not going to be able to get Uh things done, because I'm going to have to be hovering around them, making sure that all their shit gets done. And then I feel like I'm probably going to have to talk after each class, like, after they're done, like, what did you do? What do we need to be doing? And because that was something I didn't do last spring. And then everyone, you know, all the teachers were like, hey, what's, where's all this stuff? And I was like, I don't know. What did my kid fucking do the thing you told him to do? I, what, what? I know. We learned that lesson hard. Our daughter, she's, you know, she's pretty trustworthy and she's, she likes school. So we'd just be like, oh, did you do everything? Yeah, yeah, I got it done. And then yeah. realized that there was, like in one, in one, there was like a whole project that she just decided yeah. not to do and then was so furious at everyone because she had to do it in a day. And we're just like, but you, you had weeks to do it, you know? So if you don't double check and go through all the, ours is all on Google Docs. It's like this whole like presentation for every day oh, or every week or Google Classrooms. Uh, I don't even know. It was like a, almost like a keynote. Like it was like this huge and then, so then we were blowing through ink because she wanted to print it all out and it was all cute and colored. Right. And I'm like, that's so much money. But, um, but you know, <laughs> to check it all off and, and if you don't do it, then yeah, things, things slip through the cracks. I mean, how can they not? Yeah. Tracy, we had the same exact thing happen to us. It, our kid was like, totally forgot about a project. And then last minute we had to do it all in a day and it was, and yeah. And they were like, so pissed. mad. Yeah. So mad. So stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so Tracy, what has broken you? Well, you know, I was thinking about it because I was just thinking about how little, you know, we go out and about anymore in general. And I had, you know, I had a particularly busy day. I went like, I did errands to like three stores, you know, and then had to go home and disinfect or whatever. Just kidding. Um, But so I was just thinking about that and just how, you know, my daughter and I used to just kind of tool around town on and just go to places and, um, 
And I was thinking about, I don't know why it just, I was thinking about just feeling vulnerable in public, which is just something that I haven't had to deal with lately because you're just not seeing a lot of people. And I remembered when she, she had to get her tonsils out when she was really, you know, she was like three, um, which, you know, at the time I thought she was so big and now looking back, she was just so tiny. And um, it just isn't, if anyone's had to go through that, it just sucks. Like they're in so much pain and they don't know why, and they can't eat anything and they feel like crap. And then, you know, you have to worry about infection and they just sort of lay in bed for almost a solid two weeks and their little bodies want to run around, but they can't. And she just was Ms. And she had been sick for a long time leading up to that. And, um, and I finally had gotten her out of the house and we were pretty much just connected. Like, like she just sort of was just on me, you know, cause she doesn't, she felt horrible. And I finally got her out of the house and we went to the grocery store and she was finally hungry for something that wasn't cold and basically ice cream. And I thought, well, let's go to Starbucks and get some banana bread. That's your favorite. And we went and I was just so happy to be out and I got the banana bread and um, she took one bite while I was waiting for my coffee and screamed bloody murder because it hurt her throat. And I was, and, and then oh, on top of it, I ha- I was starting to get sick because I hadn't slept and it was just cold season. And so I just was feeling miserable anyway. And she was screaming so loud. I'm like, Evie, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't have to have it. You don't have to have it. And the woman at the Starbucks that was making my coffee, she was older and she gave me this look like, oh, you're that mom. Like you're like, look at your daughter and was so judgy. I could just feel it in my face. And I was like, so upset and so worried for her. And I finally turned to her and I just went, she just cut her tonsils out. And the woman just looked completely shocked. And she goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. But I was so upset. I know. And I was so upset by that point that we just, I started crying. Evie's crying. We left the groceries and left the store, cried all the way home. And I just, that broke me like so hard. And I don't know why I remembered it recently, just because I think you just forget how you're perceived by other people and how we perceive other people. But it's not Mm -hmm. always that your parent, you know, that your, your, your kids can break you, but that just that, that life can break you. Yeah, you know, with your kids involved. So that's my sad little tale. And like judgment from screen. It's shocking how that can break. And I think maybe now too, because we're all just feeling so raw and frayed and just kind of like, and I, oh, and I'd recently just saw an article come across my feed that was just like, you know, mom shaming is really prevalent, but it's no, now it's like more than ever because parents are pitting themselves against each other for like a competition that we can't win right now. Right. Like no one knows what to do mm-hmm. and no one knows mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong. And everyone has opinions and everyone's just so their nerves are just so raw. And I think it just made me think of that time because we're just battling it so much more. And you just don't know what everyone's dealing with at home because everyone is home and just so just their kids are on top of them. Same thing, but they don't have their tonsils out. They're just on top of them. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, judgment period fucking mm-hmm. sucks. Like you just don't know unless you have, what is it? Walked a walked a mm-hmm. mile in someone's shoes. Like you just don't know where they're coming from or what they're experiencing or what they have experienced. And we have to trust that those people can, you know, make their own best decisions. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. This week's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What is BetterHelp? Well, I mean, look, times are a little tough right now. And you may be struggling from depression, anxiety, um, grief, you know, like uh, so much is changing. Anger, family conflicts, um, relationships or problems sleeping. All of those things are things that you can get help um, from a licensed professional counselor who specialize in all those different things. And so BetterHelp is a service that is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches with you. So basically what you do is you go online and BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They'll connect you in a safe and private online environment, uh, which is super convenient right now since most places it's very difficult to go and see people in person. You don't have to wait in an uncomfortable waiting room. You don't have to worry about um, timing. Like, so I know that when I had little, little, little ones, I would do therapy over the phone. And it was so helpful because it's difficult to try to arrange childcare, not to mention expensive. So BetterHelp is a service that's available for clients worldwide and it's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks for 10% off your first month. Our sponsor this week is Bombas. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. That is quite a claim. But I have to say, Amanda and I agree. They have a really great product. They've literally rethought every little detail of socks that we wear to make them way more comfortable. My favorite Bombas are the little slipper socks. They're cotton. They fit great. They're not too tight. They're not too loose. And because they're cotton, they feel really good. But these socks do more than just keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Because for every pair of socks, that you purchase. Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, a small comfort that's especially important right now. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com W-M-D. That's Bombas, like we're the bomb. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash W-M-D for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash W-M-D. Get cozy. Sheena, what's, uh, what's broken you? Hmm. Uh, well, I- I could go in the like serious school related realm or I could just tell you what really made me mad. What would you like? <laughs> it's totally up to you. People talk about serious, upsetting things on this show all the time. It certainly it's makes right. people feel less alone, I think, listening. Um, uh, but also we have time to probably hear both. <laughs> well, I'll just start with the thing that made me super mad the other day. So right. my my daughter, I think she's a hoarder. I'm a little worried. Um, she, I don't know if your kids do this, but they, 
fucking keeps everything in some sort of a bag or bin um, or not. And just like uses pieces of trash and says they're art projects. I mean, it just drives me insane. And um, she decided to clean out her room the other day. And I was like, awesome. I was working and she was in her room, like with trash bags, filling them up and stuff. Wow. I know. But the next thing I know, I turn and she has started to rearrange the entire room, which she cannot do on her own. And so now I'm pulled into this project. And you guys, everything that got moved, there was so much shit, like dirty socks and like spoons and like things that I've been missing and just disgusting. And I was like, so mad I mean just so mad that she keeps her shit that way mm-hmm. and so I wasn't being very kind during this process of course because it wasn't my best parenting moment <laughs> but like every time we move something else I was like what what is this you know like I just had, had it I was just so mad um, and I was just mad that I had to do it like she was never yeah. going to do it well enough you know yeah. and this was an opportunity mm-hmm. like the now that her things were moved for me to like help out so I was like half on the phone trying to do stuff for work and half just like dealing with this shithole of a room. <laughs> and we have a small house, you know, and I think she probably takes after me where like I everything looks very decluttered and nice on the outside. But if you open a cupboard, you're like, ooh, <laughs> like, that's me. and that's probably also a deep um, look into my personality. <laughs> However, I was real, I was real mad about it. And I kind of, at the end of the night when everything was clean and her bed was in her new place and stuff, I was laying there with her and I was like, Hey, so I wasn't very cool earlier and I know I can be a lot cooler and I love you. Just <laughs> I mean, if I ever find where all my forks have disappeared to, I am a thousand percent behind your, your anchor because where have they gone? <laughs> Honestly, I think I figured it out. Most of our small spoons were thrown away with my son's oh, yogurt. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Like, he just throws the whole thing away. <laughs> I've seen my kids do that so many times. I'm like, did you just throw away a fork? And yeah. Like, no. I'm like, go look in there. You did. No, I didn't. So, <laughs> I found. Oh, yep, there's a fork in here. I found like, where everything goes, which is um under like underneath all of the cushions on her Mm. couch i lifted one up to like find someone's phone and there's so much horrible shit going on there that i just put it back i just put it back (laughs) not today saying like just another day but i knew i saw spoons and pencils and there was so many like granola bar wrappers and cheerios it was just Oh, a dog game pieces there was a dog in there uh there was a, a cat oh corpse uh, oh it was really yeah <laughs> children's <laughs> abilities well, yeah she to tell us your other thing if you don't mind we were so we my kids have been playing outdoors with some of the neighbor kids and generally everyone kind of wears masks or they're just outside you know there's families that were really aware of that they're being extra careful too and so we let them play in the yard and no one's really been in our house but a couple of uh people a couple of families that we've kind of bubbled with and you know we're, we're doing all the stuff right to feel socially responsible and um you know to the best of our ability 
And there was a new family in the neighborhood with these two uh, kids that really wanted that we met. And I don't know why I just naively assumed that everybody is as careful as us. You know, I'm just kind of like, well, everyone wears masks and (laughs) cares about COVID, you know? Oh my God. Oh no. Um, Yeah. Huge mistake. So (laughs) they had played over one day when we were all just playing and they, we were like doing stuff in the yard all day and the kids were all playing and these, these kids, they just moved to the neighborhood and they were, they're so nice and adorable and kind and respectful. And they listened to us when we said, no, don't do that. Or, you know, just like really great kids. But I did think it was a little strange that I didn't see, I hadn't met their parents yet and they never came by to like check on the kids or anything. And I was just like, huh, like, wouldn't you just kind of be like, where are my children? I hope they're in a safe spot. So I'm like, okay, well, we are. My children are hanging out with strangers. Maybe I should yeah but again i don't don't want to judge mommies because that's like our whole business is to support moms and i did find out that she has a one week old so this is this is what's happening in my brain i'm like oh my god i'm helping her because we have she has a one week old and so i had tech i had sent the boys home um they went to go get something from their house and i just wrote a note with my name and my phone number and um our address like Blah, blah, blah. So that we had is been te- right neighborly. Yeah. So we were texting each other and she was like, thank you for having them over or whatever. Well, the next day they came back, but I had some other kids here who we've been kind of bubbling with. And so the very first thing I did was reach out to their parents and say, there's some brand new neighbor boys here. They're, they've all only played outside. And my girlfriend, who's very concerned, because um, everyone kind of has their level, right? She was like, how are their family about masks and stuff? And I was like, oh, well, I should just check in. So I'm like, hey, we have some other kids here that we've been, you know, how are you guys feeling about COVID and being careful and masks? And then the mom wrote back, we happily interact with everyone and nothing else. So I was like, hmm, I don't know what that means. So I called her. Okay. So, so long story short, I found out that they are they're anti-mask they think they're dumb um and that they're just not on the same level of us in being careful Mm -hmm. and so I had to because we depend on these other families for socialization and child care and you know just kind of coexisting during this shit time Mm -hmm. I had to make the decision to Mm -hmm. tell their mom they couldn't play here and I just felt horrible. And I cried for like 24 hours and she responded really kindly to my, like, you know, we have some families we need to take care of and I have to honor that. And I hope that when all this blows over, all the kids can play again, et cetera. But, but you're going to have to tell the boys they can't come over. Anyway, they've come by three times since (laughs) and I've had to talk to them. Um, and it sucked and it really, it's really, emotionally upsetting and Tracy has had to deal with me crying about it. And I just feel so bad Mm -hmm. because I don't, these boys can't really comprehend what the hell. Right. Yeah. I just feel terrible. And I just, and my kids are like, well, we'll wear masks. And I'm like, yeah, babe, but if we, if we play with them, then our other friends don't feel comfortable playing with us. And we have to respect that because we've, we've opened up our bubble in this way and it's just so fucking complicated and horrible. And honestly, if anyone needs to be wearing masks, it should be the kids who are not uh, in the, in the household. That's I know. And they said they would, 
by the way, but I still don't, I just, my, I could feel comfortable with that yeah. outside, but the other families don't. And yeah. so now I'm in hard space and I, and just to be clear, when I, when I let the mom know that they couldn't play, I said, I respect that everybody has an opinion of what's going on right now. And this is not about that because I'm not trying to pick a fight or say I'm right or you're wrong. Um, even though I, I'm, I'm right. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but my point is I was as fucking respectful as you can be. Right. Um, Shana, I would have done the same exact thing that you would did. Would you have? Ugh, it's just that I you're did. in a sucky position. Yeah. It's hard. The, and then the poor kids keep coming back and yeah. going, well, how about tomorrow? And I'm like, all right, guys, we got to have a talk. Like, because I did tell their mom that, you know, I was hoping she would talk to them. But again, she's she's a newborn. So maybe she's just not there. I, Is there you know, another parent? I uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I've never met him either. Hmm. I don't know. It's all very confusing. Hmm. but realistic like that's this is this is the world right now and yeah. it sucks and I mean um, honest, uh, you know we're all doing what we're doing but if it, it it sounds like you're with the program and she's not so much that maybe I'm being real judgmental but it's hard you want to be accepting yeah but you know and those and then those kids are going to be going to our school too so I'm I'm trying not to when things are normal, right? So I'm trying not to be too judgy, and I'm trying to to be kind to their family who's brand new here, right? Um, and probably so. like super in the shit. Like they already have two boys, which woof. Um, they actually have a third. They have a so they have four kids now. So they have an older kid who's like 15, I think, but okay. I haven't met. So there's a lot going on. So they're just over like, there. please mm. leave the house, go anywhere. I don't care where. <laughs> and yeah. And, and she, and you know, I to can't honest, even with these masks. <laughs> yeah. And I can't deal with the dumb, co- the dumb masks. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that really broke me this week. That was just like, a, that's just been a hard thing to, and every time I think it's solved, they come back and I'm just like, guys, we love you. We want to play. We can't. Well, people are having those car- hard saddest. conversations with their friends, with their bubbles, you know? I mean, oh yeah, with, yeah I mean, we certainly have like outside of Shay's family, but like our, you know, our neighborhood people that we've kind of quarantined with and it's all, it's just people, you know, you, your heart and your, and your fear changes from week to week and people mm-hmm. and, and it's like when you're dependent on each other, then one person being out of alignment, it's like it's so, it's so personal and emotional and, you know, and you have to mm-hmm. kind of step back and say, well, this isn't my thing. That's their thing. And just respect it and wait for them to work it out. I mean, it's like, there's just, I just keep saying this, this is all just an impossible situation. You know, it's just, it's an impossible conversation to have. It's an impossible relationship to have with other people. It's just, it's, it's impossible, you know? So everything is yeah. so intense and so yeah. fraught at this moment because it's literally life and yeah. death. And we are in such a strange place where we don't know. We don't know yeah. so much. There's so much we don't know. There's so much we do know that is disputed loudly, uh, forcefully. There's, there's just, if a- there was just zombies, we'd all be in agreement. If it, everyone was just turning into zombies, we don't know what to do, right? Like, nah, we fight over that. We're like, well, 
Frank just got bit by a zombie, but he hasn't turned yet. <laughs> like, should we keep him around? Should we it just would be shoot like him the now? Movie, the zombies that the kids all love, right? Where like then there's like the zombie group who can't date the cheerleaders, like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> And a musical. It would well, be a sure. musical. Yeah, Lynn Manuel Miranda would write it, yeah. obviously. Oh, please. Stop me. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like there's all sorts of things like that. I mean, maybe this was just you parenthood oops, parenthood like preparing you for this. Cause I feel like there's gonna be more of these things, right? Of just like, hey, that kid is bad news yeah. and I don't want you yeah, hanging out that's with true. that kid. Like yeah. we're gonna encounter this so many times. And unfortunately, you know, um, obviously those kids aren't bad kids or anything, but you got to put your family first. And sometimes uh, that's a really good point, Betsy. And I'm and it's hard. Like, I'm just my personality is like I have a real hard time doing that. Like, are you a people pleaser? Yes, yeah. totally. And I yes, I have a real hard time and I'm just not confrontational. And I really worry that people when if people don't like me. Oh, uh huh. Um, it's just a, you know, it's normal. I'm, yeah, I'm 42. I'm working on this shit. But like, it's, and uh, yeah, it's, it, it was really hard for me. Like, I just was like, oh my God, is this woman just going to think I'm this horrible person? And, huh. and yet, you know, I could easily think she's a horrible person. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's all, right. But yeah. So everything that was that one. So fuck no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone posted something uh, on our Facebook or on our, yeah, on the Why Mommy Drinks Facebook page the other day. And it's this great video of this woman who is a, is a mom and it's just, you just see her and, um, and uh, she's like going around the house. It's so amazing. And she's like, I gotta, I gotta load these, this dishwasher. But then she's like, oh God, I forgot to put, you know, whatever new soap in the, in the cabinet oh god this cabinet is so messy okay i gotta put these things in the garage oh this garage is out of control and so like and then you know at the end it's like what did what did i do all day Mm. i've been working i'm exhausted and i feel that way about just everything in the world right now just like you're just spinning in one place being like oh my god oh my god there's Mm -hmm. so much and and there aren't a lot of good answers no, no, but there are, you know, there's communities like yours, there's communities like ours, there's support for each other. That's the best we can do as moms right now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, ugh. yeah, keep your, it's keep your messy. family safe on your own terms. Yeah. And, uh, but that's hard too, because there's like the whole pod situation and the inequity and that, you know, so like everyone is not only worried about their own kids right now, but everyone else's kids. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's the stress is is real it definitely driving me to drink yeah um, we're not yeah. Even, we're not in a pod and honestly the the whole idea of having to like stress about someone else's shit I'm, yeah no yeah. no thank you it's- we're not either i think what's ha- what, well definitely what's happening in my neighborhood is um people who rightfully so struggled so hard at the end of last year are like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I need to get help. That's where Amanda's at. She she sent her kids yeah. to camp this summer because she can't she can't work nine yeah. to six every day and then also... Well, I'm like, collecting my kids. Like, I'm not able to actually 
take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And it's hard yeah. because, you know, she feels like people are judging her for doing that. It's just, yeah, there's. Oh, they do. Well, I mean, they, but but here's the right. thing. And like, they are. Yeah. You know, they do. They're like you. There's always a oh yo. You send your kids to camp, and then I'm, then I have to go in and be like yes. And the way they do it is they do bubbles. So I know the families that the kids are playing with. They only play with them. They take their temperature. They're not playing with other kids. They do, and I have to like justify it. But there you go. Um, like you shouldn't have to justify it. It should be enough that like, you're like that's what I'm fucking doing, and I'm a grown up, and I'm. <laughs> and it's been really good for my kids. Uh like really good. Um, and for me, cause I can actually do my job, but, um, yeah. I also and think about like all of the kids that like their parents are not even, they're not, at least I'm like working from home, but what about all the parents that aren't working from home? Like they have to go into work every day mm-hmm. and their kids are going to be, it's terrifying. It's, ugh, it's so you hard. Know? Like it's, it's, only twenty percent of people money to get a sitter, and they don't have the money to hire a tutor. Sure, you know what I mean. Mm. Like it's just so set up for only really privileged people to be able to to teach their kids or hire a teacher to teach their bubble or to like go to this. Uh, like I see a lot of people um, back east talking about they're putting together like outdoor schools, like little like almost like private charter schools which is what i wanted yeah. to do initially i was like i'm on a little house in the prairie but um like that's awesome but it's expensive and so mm-hmm. and the, the problem is that what we did is go to bat here at our school for at least having a resource program through through the pta mm-hmm. where um families that weren't chosen you know it becomes very much like who's sitting at the lunch table right oh, at big that time yeah. It's and like it's so, like when you're a yeah. kid and, and it's like everyone get a partner and then everyone yeah. like it's yeah. terrifying. But but here's the problem and under the worst part about this is that it's understandable and yet infuriating. So the school itself and the PTA cannot support kids being in groups at all because of COVID. Mm. So they cannot be a base uh, like a a home base or a resource center to even disseminate the information about those resources because they cannot, from a district standpoint, encourage gathering of children if we're not going to be in school. And so it's like, shit, I get it from a liability standpoint, but like then this is going to happen and these families who don't have the the same privilege are not going to have an opportunity to participate. Mm -hmm. And so... It's just these are the things that keep me up at night. Sorry, yeah. I could talk about yeah. that all day. I did. Yeah. I learned recently that only like twenty percent of people either do or are able to do their job from home. That's a incredibly that is, small really percentage small. of people. And forget it if you're yeah. a single parent, you know, and you or and you're a single yeah. parent and you've got kids in two different schools who don't drive. Like, there's just and yeah. you don't and you don't work. Home. It's like, yeah, yeah, and it's. You know, and again, it's like, this isn't the time to get mad. It's like, you can't, I just don't think you can get mad at families trying to do the best, whether they're privileged or not. It's like, you have to do what's yeah. best for your family. There's no right or wrong answer right now on the end. And it's also true. We have to make sure that these kiddos are taken care of. I mean, there's my cousin's been delivering lunches. She's, she works in the admin office of her uh, you know, of their, of her kid's school. And she's been driving lunches around all summer because these kiddos aren't eating. 
And I think that for me, I think um, if you were going to find a silver lining is that we are now being made acutely aware that the education system as it's set up is not sustainable for all people. And Mm -hmm. that, and that, Mm -hmm. you know, even many, many children who say don't have the privilege to have a pod or go to a private school financially actually aren't thriving in a public school system in the way that it's set up now, regardless of if there's a pandemic or not. And so we're just, I think we could have the opportunity to see an entire shift in how we educate our children because we're not looking at what's best for them. And that's been, I think that's been made painfully aware right now. Let me ask you guys, is this episode going to be titled from porn to pods? A conversation. <laughs> yep. <Yeah, mothers. laughs> yep. It is now. Pod hubs. Just sucking. It just all it just all the boils down to some good old fashioned BDSM. And I think <laughs> <laughs> But still if you asked me to say what those letters were, I would be like P R Did I get it right? I don't even know if I got it. BSDM they're, well, they're, they're the right letters. BB- I don't know if they're in the right order. Does it matter? <laughs> oh. Well, my family's out of town tonight, so I'm definitely checking that out later. <laughs> I'm sure afterwards people are going to be writing on our message board like, that's not at all what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like the time, I think we talked about this before and I called that, it. Yeah, that's when, you, that's when <laughs> you talk very quietly into the microphone. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to tie you like, up and I'm going to be yeah. your master. Oh, that's okay. ASMR to BDSM. That's a lot of letters. Yeah. <laughs> now there you go. It's just so <laughs> Tracy and wow. Shana, where can our listeners find you and all the stuff you do? We have so many ways for you to find us. Um, <laughs> oh, first ooh, of all, wait, really quick. Oh. So everyone listening out there, if you've been looking for a reason to get off Facebook, yes. Tracy and Shana, we do. Got you. We have an app for that. Yeah. yeah, we got an app for that. We um we created an app called Band of Mothers app, which is a social network for moms, and it's a group focused um, social media app. So you have threads and posts similar to Facebook. Um, but without all the shittiness of Facebook, but you can go in there and you can there's join no, group. There's no Mark Zuckerberg. Is that his name? No. It's Z- Zuckerberg? In fact, it is a completely transparent space with no trolling. Um, and we encourage conversation and differences, um, and, and, you know, disagreements and conversation. But as soon as you're disrespectful, you're out of there, like, because we're not Mark Zuckerberg and we can do that. Um, so say you're a mom who has twins, Amanda, um, and you want to join the twins group. You do that. You can join the health and wellness. You can join, um, woo woo moms. Cause Tracy and I, if you guys listen, we'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about our podcast, but it's a lifestyle podcast where we often talk about the woo woo. Um, <laughs> we, uh, you would have a one feed that it, whatever groups you're in, that information would come up. So for example, if you, if there was a why mommy drinks group, um, then you would see all of the posts from why mommy drinks, as well as the other groups that you're in. And it is a safe space and the mom group you've all been waiting for. So especially with the election coming up, download the app. And there's also really cool things, you know, back when we were allowed to gather, there was a whole events page that, you know, obviously highlighted all of the pumping up shows across the country. And there's a really cool feature called bomb deals, bomb band of mothers. 
um, or band of band of mother, uh, band of mothers deals. And it's, <laughs> and it's basically uh like retail me not meets tinder so you can just swipe left um and see exclusive deals from amazing companies that want to offer their product to moms and right now we're actually offering those deals for free as our way to give back especially to support small businesses and so many of the companies that are featured right now in our bomb deals are either female run or mom run, um, and created. And there's just so many great products and great opportunities and get to learn about new businesses. So that's a fun, a little fun aspect of it too. So there's a lot going on in there. It's really kind of like a one-stop shop. If you want that hit of connection, digital connection, but you don't want to deal with the dark overlords stealing all your shit and, (laughs) Right, and you're and you're right about like you know coming up on the election. There's going to be a lot of uh, you know vitriol and uh, fake news and all sorts of crazy shit on Facebook. So it it might be a a great opportunity to just uh, step back from that and uh, Mm -hmm. and join a community of moms. Tell us about your podcast. So our podcast is Band of Mothers podcast, and Tracy and I explore. There's like no topic left. no stone left unturned when it comes to topics. So, um, you know, we kind it's, it's a lifestyle podcast through the lens of being moms. So because we're moms, obviously it kind of influences our take on the world and the way that we learn about things. And a lot of the subject matter will be parenting related. Um, but similar to Amanda and and Betsy, we're, we are not experts (laughs) and, um, that's how we approach the podcast. So we, we talk about all things from like, you know, how to put on makeup to Bitcoin to, uh, how, you know, we all have a parenting expert on, we'll do an episode with a tarot card reader. Um, we just kind of explore all kinds of lifestyle issues through the lens of 40 something year old. And that comes, we drop those on Thursdays and then on Mondays we, yeah. And then on Mondays we do a, a smaller, a short quickie, um, podcast episode called love bombs, which are all under 20 minutes. And they're just like little snippets of positivity to raise your vibration, to raise your frequency, to give you a little inspiration or just something sort of joyful and thoughtful to think about while you're washing the dishes. Um, they're designed so that you can just play it and you don't have to hide it from your children because our podcast is not child friendly in any way. Um, but, uh, (laughs) but the love bombs are, and they're just kind of our like little love letters that you can just, if you just need a scooch of something happy, um, those come out on Mondays. Perfect. So where can people follow you on social media? At the Band of Mothers app. Just jokes. Um, No, we... (laughs) No, uh, we're at Band of Mothers Official on Insta. If you want to follow the show, our live show, which is a live comedy show for parents, and it's... um, it. Like Betsy said, it's super fun. It's an amazing, it's sort of the original mom's night out and 50% of it is music and the other 50% of it is games and segments and it's very interactive, um, really fun. And that's at, at the pump and dump show. And, and if you go to bandofmothers.com, mm-hmm. you'll get all of this information kind of in one spot. Yeah. So you can see 
um, you know, you can download the app and learn about the app, or you can listen to podcast episodes, or you can find the Pump and Dump show. And if you're listening and you have a business that you would like to promote, um, just go to bandofmothers.com and um, follow the links to submit a bomb deal. And we are happy to showcase you for free for now until the world goes back into order. That's amazing. Just as a quick aside, do you guys, would you do that for like of an course. Etsy store? I know yes, a hundred percent. Anyone. Oh, okay. I mean, we've got, cause I know a lot of our listeners started Etsy stores because uh, yeah. they're stuck at yes. home. Yes. Come, come find us. Hell yeah. And, and your caca t-shirts yeah. should get on I there. Mean, anything. And we've got, I mean, we've got uh, train personal trainers. We've got courses. Any, any, any transaction of money that if it's a business and you can, you can offer a discount, we're happy to promote it. So. Right on. Well, yeah. And Hey everyone, check out the Why Mama Drink store at Tea Public and get your own caca mask. Um, (laughs) Shana, Tracy, y'all are doing a great job. Shana, you, uh, you're doing a great job. You, you, you are taking care of your family. You had to make hard choices, but you did what was right for your for your kids mm-hmm. and for the health of your family. And you are doing an amazing job. Great Thank job. you. And Tracy, Gosh. you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> Thanks. Amanda. Yeah. You're doing a great too. job, buddy. Thank Betsy, you. you're doing a great job. Amanda, get the book. You're doing you're Don't worry about that couch, Betsy. It's going to be there another day. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Amanda, get the It's So Amazing book and just place it. Place it, on, <laughs> place it next to the bed. Yeah. Maybe you should read it first. <laughs> or everyone just play that George Michael album and all of our problems will be solved. <laughs> there you go. So you might find yourself giving sex talks before your kids are ready. Uh, getting ready for the first day of school at home or losing your shit after realizing all your schools live <laughs> under your kid's bed. No, no matter what, you're doing a oh, great job. Thank you. My mommy drinks. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com grand gestures, meet cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. Yes, I love Campfire.